welcome to the Projector Movement podcast. We are your hosts, Charlie and Amy. We'll be bringing you stories, conversations and life experience as embodied projectors. We first and foremost honour every individual at their core and let human design be a guide, not a rule book in our lives. We'll dive deep into topics that bring your projector essence alive. This is for you, the 20% of the world that is inherently different than everyone else. We're projectors, we're different, and we love it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Projector Movement podcast. We have got Charlie back on with us today, which is super exciting. Hi, Charlie. How are you going? I'm going really well. Good to speak to you again, Amy, and I'm excited for today's podcast. I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, do you know what? I think this one's going to be actually really cool because today we're talking about the emotional authority and those wanting to know more about the solar plexus. And I am a 3-5 emotional projector. And as we know, you're a 3-5 splenic projector, but your solar plexus is completely open. So I feel like how we are going to feel into the center is going to be maybe kind of the opposite so it'd be really cool to, I think, put them together and see how it feels for each of us to live out our lives with this particular openness or definition. So today we are chatting about emotional authority, but not just emotional authority. This is going to be really great to listen in and learn about if you're wanting to know more about the solar plexus and just how powerful it is in our human design charts as well. So 50% of the population has the emotional soul plexus defined, which means the other half are open. And this is where we literally, we experience so much in the center, our emotions, our moods, our passions. And I just, I can't stress enough how important this one is to lean into because it really can kind of, it doesn't rule our lives, but there is, there is such a big part of the center in our lives. And it's one that is really, really great to lean into. So Charlie, I'd love to actually ask you, and this is one of the biggest reasons why I wanted you on for this episode is because currently we are kind of shifting through the solar plexus as we move towards the year 2027, the year of great change. And I love hearing you speak about this. So I would love for you to share with us what is the role of the solar plexus as we are moving into the year 2027? Why is this so important for projectors? 2027 is a huge year, as we know, in in human design and Ra spoke about this year a lot and it's the great mutation. So as we move up to this time in history, there is a lot happening within our DNA and things are shifting and we're becoming, we're transforming as a species. And as we transform, things need to break down. And here in 2021, going through 2020, there's obviously a lot of things that are breaking down. And a lot of people's stuff, shadow aspects are coming up to the surface to be healed. And 
more importantly, 2027, as you said, is very specific around this solar plexus center. And you also mentioned how important this solar plexus center is because if someone does have it defined, it is it becomes the authority. It is the, the loudest, it's the strongest, it's got a lot of power and, and emotion, it's energy, energy and motion. There's, there's moving movement through this center. And 2027 is really here to redefine how the energy moves through this center. So the solar plexus, if we're talking, say, Indian philosophy or the chakras, where it is located physically in the body is anywhere from the base of the rib cage to the navel area, to the, the belly button. So it's this stomach digestion. Uh, often it can be quite a vulnerable part for people, especially like there's a soft part just under the ribs there. And the, the chakra, the, the energy body of the solar plexus is in this region. The things that the solar plexus represents as well is going to be power or powerlessness or self-esteem or hopelessness. And throughout history, there's been so much power dynamics and corruption. If you think of slavery, if you think of suppression of, of women, suppression of black, black people, Black Lives Matter, all these movements, these are huge earthquake shakes within the solar plexus center that was a shadow and was in the unconscious that's now being brought up consciously to the surface to be healed, to be balanced, to be integrated. So then after 2027, we're actually relating from a place of true self-esteem and, and balance and community. We haven't been able to live in authentic communities because of this out of balance solar plexus center where if someone gets a bit of power, they, they start controlling and then other people feel lack and they start to feel controlled. And it's this dynamic of, of suppression and oppression and, and this dance that causes so much pain and confusion and, and is, authentic, is, is really coming from fear this center is balancing out so we can actually come into more of a community environment and relate to each other from our authentic truth. And the solar plexus is what then supports the heart, you know, in the chakras, the heart chakra sits on top of the solar plexus and in human design, you've got the heart or the ego center, the heart center that also is just above solar plexus center. So as we move into 2027, we're going to see radical shifts within the power structures, control structures. And this includes individually, like, like if you're listening to this, you have this energy as well. And, and it's, it's out of balance in places, it's in balance in places, but we all have to go through this deep mutation and specific gates that are going to be heavily going through this mutation would be gate 55 would be gate 59 would be gate 49 these are some of the the, the really strong 
gates that are going through that mutation. Of course, if you're an emotional projector or an emotional authority, you're going to be going through that mutation. Also, if you've got this center totally open, you're going to be going through that mutation. And everyone's going to have to go through the mutation, but some people are going to go it, through it more deeply and maybe a little bit more painfully than others. But ultimately where we're heading is to be more alive and, and connected and in flow and have a healthy relationship to self-esteem and control and power and these things and, and not come from that lack and fear and corruption. So it's not an easy feat we have in front of us. And I feel like it started, yeah, around 2012, something kicked in, 2020 was another huge midpoint. And now we're really ramping up to 2027 where this mutation is, is really starting. It's already happening and will most likely complete around this time. And there's a lot of shadow and, and sickness in humanity that, that has to be purged out individually in family units, collectively governments companies all these things so we're in for a pretty wild ride uh but ultimately we're we're on a healing journey so isn't it isn't it interesting that you've mentioned and i'm not going to go too deep into this because i'm sure everyone is just not really wanting to hear about it but it does play into this this kind of government like corruption and humanity needing to purge and we are literally seeing this play out in center stage right now no matter where you are in the world and this really did start last year 2020 powerful year I feel like it's it is it's all coming to the surface for everybody to see so that they can start making that those individual changes, you know, because it all starts within us. It's not up to someone else to make these changes and then we just kind of follow suit. So I find it incredibly fascinating that we are literally, we're seeing it being purged right now, like in its full power. And I think as well, if we are, you know, we're heading into 2027 and we haven't done this work we're going to be able to smell that from a mile away of people that are still clinging on to the old paradigm of things and believing that the way through life is through sheer power and sheer force when, you know, everyone else will be kind of coming together as one, as you mentioned. And then those that have really pushed back against doing this work, it's going to be so apparent. It's going to stick out like a sore thumb almost. So I just, I find that all completely mind-blowing but it makes sense at the same time yes yeah it's a, it's a beautiful point you make like with so much happening in the world right now and you've got you know some people not wanting to be controlled and heavily rejecting that and then others that love to be told what to do and then love to control others by telling them what to do. This, this, this control element is, is very apparent right now. And 
And for healing to happen, it really needs to come to the light. What does coming to the light mean? It means being observed and witnessed by consciousness, by people, by if everything stays underground in the shadows and the darkness, it can, it can remain there. So things are coming to the light and, and aspects of ourselves are also coming to the light. And, you know, some people have really strong beliefs this way, that way, this way, that way. But it, what's happening on a bigger level is these patterns of power, corruption, control, feeling controlled, rebelling, all these things is, is this solar plexus center uh, struggling for like, where am I at? What's happening? Like, I've only known how to be in control or control and now it's getting too much. And now, so these, these energies are purging out individually and, and they're coming to the light. So we all have a responsibility ideally to, to continue to do our inner work and the solar plexus center is a profound center that is on center stage at the moment. Yeah, it's um, it's it's confronting and it's kind of beautiful to watch at the same time. Like there's quite a polarity in how we're shifting through this world at the moment. So I just want to remind everyone that if you are wanting to know more about this if you're thinking okay i i got a deep dive into this because this just sounds all so fascinating we do have our emotional authority training available and we go more into this about 2027 in this training and we talk about ways that we can release our emotions and it, it just goes so in depth so i definitely recommend jumping onto that if this is really sparking your curiosity and just knowing that okay I've got this training sitting here and I can kind of dip in and out of it whenever I'm feeling called to I think will be a really beautiful thing to be able to do so as we are talking about the solar plexus and not just emotional authority I'd actually really like to know Charlie you're completely open here so how does it feel for you when you are around someone who is defined in the solar plexus having a totally open solar plexus can definitely be overwhelming and destabilizing because there's no anchor or inner rhythm or definition that that I can or that one with an open solar plexus can rest back into and be like oh yeah like I've felt this before like this is just this is a flow or this is this gate coming through or this channel or this definition but it's totally open so it does um cause an ability to be destabilized to feel ungrounded to feel too emotional open and vulnerable and it's almost like having a house and then there's no windows and people can just throw stuff in there very easily um, or having a big sponge in that area of the body which causes ideally a lot of responsibility to be taken because if you don't you just get to keep getting swept away and away and away and away so 
it's an opportunity to become very, very wise about this center. Any center that's totally open, it's an opportunity to become very, very wise because you need to become wise to know how to navigate these energies and this center. So yeah, I would say naturally it can be overwhelming. It can be destabilizing, which means that I need to, and I choose to put more energy towards restabilizing that part of my body and, and inwardly resourcing that part of my body. And as you said, in the training, we go a lot deeper into how to actually do that. But this has the ability to totally shift how the energy moves throughout the body. Because if this center point, it's like the sun, it's like your inner energetic system. It's like powerful. Uh, if that's blocked, stuck, dropped out, wounded in the shadows, that will knock out all energetic pathways within the body. Yeah, that is, that is completely interesting to me because obviously I'm defined here. So I don't, I don't feel it like that at all. And it's, it's fascinating to me to hear what it feels like for you, because I don't know if anyone else is listening to this in your emotional authority, you can just get so swept up in how you are feeling like yourself and that you kind of forget that it's actually impacting those around us. So that is definitely, it sparked something in me to be much more mindful around others. My partner actually has a completely open solar plexus as well. So uh, I can't imagine how he feels <laughs> when I'm going through these particular waves. So that is a really great insight that you've shared with us into how that feels for you when you're around someone defined thank you charlie yeah no worries so with this open center obviously half have it defined and then half have it undefined or completely open and when we say completely open there's no gates if it's undefined then you might have one or more gate activations and then defined is obviously colored in but with that large percentage, it's like half and half. So you could walk past people like on a busy street or maybe you're in a crowd, which I'm sure as a projector, that's not your fave thing to do anyway. But do you, do you really, I guess, notice people's emotions just when, when you're in passing or if you are around like a large group of people, do you notice the center playing out in a different way for you? I do, and I also know that and on my journey, I've taken more and more responsibility to inwardly bolster this center because if not, it is too sensitive and it does get overpowered and it does cause confusion, as I said, overwhelm, um, pain. When, when there's so much other emotion happening in the space, it can almost just get pulled and pushed in any, any direction. And ultimately that's not what is ideal for a person with an undefined or open solar plexus center. You know, ideally there is a sense of aliveness. Ideally there is a sense of inclusion 
and, and actually living and, and feeling that natural feeling in that center and that self-esteem where you're not as rocked, you know, it's like, let's say there's a strong wind on the ocean and you have a very small yacht and you're just getting blown everywhere. Like that's not supportive. And maybe someone who's got nine close centers, that's more like having a big ship and the wind comes, but the ship just like keeps going in the direction because it's like all defined. It knows where it's going. Whereas I've got seven open centers, totally open uh, solar plexus centers. So the wind comes and I can get pushed unless I restructure my boat, unless I, I build a bigger centerboard unless I understand how to, to control the steering more. And then it can be, you still get that depth of wisdom through that center, which we're here to have if it's open or undefined, uh, but you're not as susceptible and like, like a victim in a way to the outside environment. Like, we want to have that strength as projectors to meet our environment in, in, a, in a strong, in an embodied way, while also having that receptivity and sensitivity, which comes so naturally to us. So it's about having that balance and that's, that's an art. And that's, that's the deep, that's one of the a deep deconditioning process that ultimately all projectors will need to go through. Uh, if they're wanting to come into deep levels of success. So it's almost like having an, like an, an anchor almost in the center for you, yes. knowing that, you know, maybe you, you are that anchor and that everything else that's going on around you, yes, it's there, but it's not for you to kind of cling on to and then attach yourself to that as well. So you kind of, you know, where, your ending and someone else's beginning is that sort of how you would feel that yeah and that anchor if it's open if you've got a lot of open centers or the solar plexus are open that takes conscious that takes consciousness awareness and and intention and effort to consciously build that anchor whereas if you're born with nine closed centers for example it's it's very unconscious you know it's already been given to you you've got such a strong anchor the outside environment doesn't really impact you so someone with a like myself totally open solar plexus yeah i have to consciously through dedication deconditioning effort anchor myself in to my body and resource that part so i when i go into certain environments i still feel my anchor that's a good way of putting it Mm, I really, I really like that. So yeah, like anchor and then boundaries for a projector as well. I can imagine that they're probably just as important when you're completely open here, having those kind of energetic boundaries in place too. So what a fascinating look into a completely open solar plexus. If you're listening to this and you're defined, or maybe you are completely open here or undefined and you're just nodding going, yes, this is exactly how I feel. So I just, I love hearing someone else's insight into how they feel this in their particular chart. And just know as well that our charts are all so very unique. And so if you're thinking, 
oh, I don't know if I feel it like this. Is it wrong for me? Am I doing something wrong? No, it's that Charlie's chart is completely different to your chart. It's the same as it's completely different to my chart. So we will feel things, I guess, kind of similar to what others do, but how you feel these things in your body is going to be completely unique to you as well. So just keep that in mind as you're picking up any human design knowledge or listening to anyone speak that your chart is completely unique to you as well. Well said. I've actually got a couple of questions for you, Amy. Oh, okay. Go for it. Um, We are talking about the solar plexus center. We're talking about uh, openness in that area as well as people with closeness in that area, emotional authorities and you being a emotional projector i would personally like to know what does the emotional wave feel like for you for me it is very up and down and this is something that i i used to think there was something really wrong with me for this and I do. I experience things like I experience all this excitement and joy and happiness one day. And then it could literally be the next day. I think I am so tired. I don't even want to like talk to anyone. I don't want to show my face and I feel really low. And then it takes me maybe a couple of days to kind of level out almost. And I kind of have to get back to some sort of center before I kind of come back up again. And like I said, I used to think there was something inherently wrong with me because I'd have external people saying, oh God, you're bloody up again. You're down again. Like you're never balanced. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm never balanced. Like I used to go and seek help for this and say, I'm really up then I'm really down. And I actually had someone professional say to me years ago, there is nothing wrong with you. And I thought, huh, how interesting. And this is all before I knew about human design as well. And I thought, okay, I've been speaking to this particular person, a professional for, it was at least a year. And he was just saying that, Amy, there's nothing wrong with you. And when I discovered human design over two and a half years ago now and found out about emotional authority, it was like... (laughs) oh my gosh, there actually is nothing wrong with me. And it's actually really correct for me to feel like I feel and I can go through these waves. And I know that when I'm really up, this isn't going to last forever. And equally, when I'm really down, hey, this isn't going to last forever either. And I can lean into both sides. There's a really, I love kind of bringing them both together and honoring them both and that's not always easy in a society that is, you know, all about being happy all the time. And, you know, you can't be down and be positive and all of this jazz. And you just think, you know what, sometimes if I'm in a down wave, I'm going to be in this down wave and I'm actually just going to let it flow through me as it's meant to, because I find that as I go on with feeling how this wave feels for me, the down waves get shorter and the the balance becomes longer which is really beautiful instead of it being so 
jolty, I guess. It's really, it's starting to really balance itself out only because I'm intentionally leaning into it now and celebrating myself for whatever I feel. It doesn't have to be always up or, you know, if I'm feeling really down, it's not, oh, quick, I've got to escape this. It's just honoring myself in each particular moment and anyone that's emotionally defined, like there is no truth in the now. We're always experiencing things soaked in emotion. And I just, I love, I love having emotional authority. I really do. It's one of my favorite things in my human design chart. And yeah, that's, that's what my way feels like, I guess. I feel a little left out now you've got the emotional <laughs> authority. That sounds like sounds like a fun roller coaster ride. I do oh, like it's definitely parks. a fun roller coaster ride. That's, <laughs> That's fascinating. Yeah, I love that. And I think you said, I can't remember your exact words, but you you experience life soaked in emotion. And that's uh I found that to be quotable. That was uh quite nicely said, like everything that you're experiencing. It's, it's got this element of emotion there all the time. So you're, you're not fully sure right now exactly if that's true because it's, you're being soaked with this emotion. But if you wait a little bit, you can get clearer as to which direction you want to go if it's, if it's making a decision or a choice or these things. But I really liked what you shared also about just leaning into that because when you don't, you're going to just simply create more resistance from the mind and you're going to create more disharmony uh, in your energetic and emotional system. So allowing it to move through because it's always going to be moving through. It's like, I guess it's like the ocean, like the waves are coming. Are you going to just like bob up and down over the waves or like swim under them or over them or are you going to try and like push them back the other way into the ocean like that's that's going to be a lot of energy and effort to try and stop a natural wave so exactly yeah it makes sense that you're experiencing more balance more harmony and just allowing the ups and the downs to be there it sounds like a, sounds beautiful yeah it's a it's a nice way to be playing out life instead of like you say pushing the waves back out into the ocean because that shit is hard that takes a lot of work so we'll just let them flow to the shore <laughs> beautiful beautiful well that was a fascinating little chat today i've actually really really enjoyed this and i don't know there's something about two projectors coming together and just being able to be so open about how they're experiencing things. And there's not this feeling of, oh, he experiences it like that. So maybe I'll have to say that I experience it like that too. So that, you know, we've got something in common or, you know, you're not trying to fit yourself into this other mold. Like you are just it feels so freeing, I think, to chat to another projector and just be in your complete own essence while still taking in how they feel in their essence. There's something so lovely about that. So, Charlie, thank you so much for coming back on and especially sharing about 2027 and why this is so important because now is the time. Like there is no more important time than right now for us to do this beautiful inner work and it doesn't have to be all serious all the time and 
like I said before, we've got this beautiful new offering about the emotional authority. And we do speak a lot about 2027 in this as well. So whether or not you are defined or undefined here, we invite you in with open arms to come and join us in this training because it will be just another wonderful tool to have in your toolkit as we go through time, as we move through the years and we'd love to have you join us. But Charlie, thank you so much for coming back on. It's always a pleasure to chat to you on here. Thank you, Amy. Thank you everyone for listening and have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. Thank you for listening. We love that you're here with us. If you're not already part of the community over on Instagram, come and join us at Projector Movement. We have an amazing free webinar for projectors available over on our website, along with some beautiful offerings that serve as a guide in your life and will ignite your projector spirit. Head over to www.projectormovement.com. Until next time, journey well.